This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. What the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of September 30th, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Vince. This week, we hear from you. It is your turn to let the XFL and the world know why your city should be an XFL city. This is episode 35, and we introduce the XFL fan line, guys, this week. It's open, wide open for business. We have our very own hotline for the XFL fans of the world to express themselves and be heard. Yeah, we're taking calls from the fans out there. We want to know if, you know, perhaps there's some cities that we glossed over. Maybe we were a little too hasty as, uh, you know, not deciding that they were going to be potential host cities. Maybe we're, you know, we're forgetting something. We're just not as familiar with, uh, you know, with, with the tons as some of the residents are. That's right, Jaker. You know, the XFL, Oliver Luck, he says that they're going to be announcing uh, the city sometime this fall. For the XFL, so this is your last chance to make a pitch uh, to Oliver Luck, Vince McMahon, and the XFL that your city should be the ones having a team. Because remember, they are listening. Yes, they are. So the number to call, and this is going to be the phone line moving forward, and the voicemail is always open for you to uh, leave us a message, drop us a line, as they say. The number is 724-565-4XFL, 724 724- Five six five four xfl and we opened that up on social media this week, guys, and whoo, we were bombarded because, like you said, Vince, this could be the last week or a few days before we finally get to reveal of the XFL City, so these are probably decisions that might have already been made, but last desperate please, possibly, maybe they hear it. Remember, like Vince said, they are listening, so people called in this week to make their case, and we're going to hear some of the messages we got. We're also going to uh, get some callers in uh, onto the show uh, live with us a little bit and have a qu- quick conversation with some folks uh, to see what they think uh, about their city as an XFL city. Uh, but before we get to all the voice messages, I'd say this week in our cover, too, that's where we'll head to these uh these callers who gave us their, me their personal numbers this week, guys, so that we can reach out to them and uh, get them on the show and we can uh, discuss their city. So here we go. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. So our first call uh, we're going to make, we're going to reach out to Christian here, uh, who's going to advocate from Philly, for Philly, guys. Uh, the home of the Super Bowl champs. Who wants to make a bet? He mentions the Eagles here, Jake. Uh, it's probably a lock. All right, let's reach out to Christian. Let me dial him up. Christian. Yes. Hey, this is Alan from This is the XFL Show. How are you, man? Good. How are you? I'm great. You're on with Vince and Jake as well. Say hi to them. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, man. Great. So, Christian, we know that you're advocating for Philly. So, 
Tell us oh, yeah. why why Philadelphia should have an XFL team. Well, first of all, let's just start off with the fact that Philly just won the Super Bowl, so let's get that out there. First of all, to anybody listening, because Philly's obviously the city to be right now in that case. Um, besides that, I mean, they're a major football town. Everything that we got, we got the most loyal fans in the country and don't even come at me with saying any other city. I mean, you talk about all the other sports. The Sixers, we got fans sticking with them after a 10-win season, which was, whew, being a big Philly fan, that was brutal to sit through. And uh, football-wise, I mean, like I said, you got the Super Bowl coming up. They're a hot town. The loyal fans, just everything about Philly. And they're a tough town. The XFL, from what we know from experience, you got to be tough to be there. So you can guarantee that the Phillies will, will be showing up for that. Now, Christian, do you think that the uh, you know the citizens of Philadelphia would be willing to accept another football team? Yeah, I think we would. Honestly, I know I would. Um, I've talked to a couple of my friends. They said they'd be open to the XFL. If you think about it that way, I mean, we got the Eagles who are red hot. I know that we also have the arena football team, the Soul. So we already got two football teams. Might as well bring on a third. And the Soul won back to back championships in 2016 and 17. And the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. So clearly, right now, the football town to be in is Philadelphia. Now, now, where do you anticipate this team playing? Um, I would anticipate them playing in a similar kind of thing like the Soul do. I'm just kind of in like an indoor kind of turf arena is what I could see. And I'm not sure the whole standards of how big the field needs to be and different things like that. I know that the uh, Union Stadium also has rented out a lot of times something like that. Uh, if they're looking to start smaller, I would definitely say the Union Stadium is the way to go. Now, Christian, so you said you told your friends, and they, they said they're down for an XFL team. So just think about all the people in the Philadelphia area. They tell two friends. They tell two friends. I, I think it could, it could become a thing where the XFL Philadelphia team might have a pretty good fan base because we know, especially if it's a winner, people in Philly are going to gravitate. Uh, but my big question to you is, what would you want the name to be for your Philadelphia XFL team? That's something that I haven't fully thought of. Um, to me, Philadelphia, it would definitely have to be, I'm trying to think of some names off the top of my head, it had to be something that would really, you know, grasp the city, something that really embraces what the city of Philadelphia is. I'm trying to think something in terms of, like, toughness or uh, other things, like the Liberty Bell, something that really represents Philadelphia well. So maybe something along the lines of that, like a tough kind of team name. You know, not something soft like that, and you know, the Philadelphia Eagles are something that's a uh, bird of prey, something that's really tough out there. So something along those lines, I don't know if I'd necessarily go with another bird because the Eagles is right now <laughs> their own thing, but definitely something along the toughness that would really represent the fans. And then at this point, you know, like you said, you start spreading the word. So maybe you tell a couple of friends, they think of some ideas, they talk to their friends, maybe they talk to people at work, and you start building up hype in a lot of generation and then, you know, people start throwing in name suggestions, and then let's say Philadelphia gets picked as one of the cities that hosts the team. Then you start; they start asking, well, what would you want the Philadelphia team name to be? And then it just starts generating a lot of hype and talk throughout the town. Well, the good That's thing, good the point. good thing, they're listening. Yeah. It's true, they are. And the good thing, Christian, is it'd be, the league would be in February, so it'd give you something to get your mind off the Flyers losing so much. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, something that, you know, Flyers have been coming hard, something like that to watch. Also, the Philadelphia Phillies, I mean, I don't like talking about that with their whole blow-up that they've had the past month as well. 
<laughs> well, I think they'll be fine for the future, Christian. Well, we appreciate your time, man, and uh, good luck. And we uh, got our fingers crossed because Philadelphia is one of the great sports towns in America. Thanks for your for your call. Yeah, thank you, guys. And uh, I'm going to start advocating XFL to Philadelphia. All right, man. Tell your friends about the show. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. You have a good night. You too. Fun fact, the Philadelphia Stars of the USFL more recent champions than the Philadelphia Flyers, Jake. Very fun fact. Our next call is going to be from Rick, who's going to advocate for Raleigh, North Carolina. Vince, you got any uh, thoughts on Raleigh? Did we cover them back uh, in believe, our city madness? Uh, I believe that we did. I don't think they quite made the cut for like that yeah. southeastern type Pretty region, sure we, but... we brushed them off pretty quickly, I'm sure. Yeah, but we'll see what this guy has to say. Let's see if Rick could change our minds about Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, how are you? Hey, Rick. This is Alan. You're on This is the XFL Show. All right. Well, I want to nominate Raleigh, North Carolina for the XFL. Right uh, on. The reason I want, to nom- I want to nominate it is because we're two states in one. We have North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, we have the Panthers. Isn't that it? You got anything else there, Rick? Hey. We have the Panthers. We have the Hornets. Raleigh, North Carolina just needs professional baseball. We have the Hurricanes. We have South Carolina next door. We're a growing state. We can support it. Where would this team play? NC State University, home of the Wolfpack. That'd be the perfect location to have it. You have an idea for what your team name would be? I don't know yet. I, we can leave it to it to the uh, fans to decide that. There you go, sir. What do you think? I I, I like it, Rick. I mean, Ra- Raleigh's a beautiful place. Raleigh would be the perfect place. North Carolina, we need one in North Carolina. All right, guys. I gotta say, Rick wasn't too convincing. In all honesty, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> to be fair, he seemed preoccupied. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got to have a better argument than we have the Panthers and two states near us. Um, they, there could have been a lot of a lot more said about Raleigh, North Carolina, well, but it uh, sounded they, like he was they, more interested in having a, a baseball team than. They, yeah. Don't forget yeah. that they have the Hornets also. They do. Uh, well, everyone knows that you're the the way to get a uh, baseball team these days is to have a football team in your town. I guess. Um, our, our, let's reach out now to. Uh, one of our most loyal listeners, he's always on Facebook hitting us up, sending us great articles and information, and he's very passionate about the city of St. Louis. We're going to go to Big Will, who's going to advocate for the gateway to the West here, uh, Vince. St. Louis, tragic tale, losing the Rams. Uh, those, you think those people really want football as bad as Will, Will tells us they do on Facebook? I, I don't know, but uh, something tells me we're going to find out. This guy's all about it. All right, let's go. Let's call up Will from St. Louis. Hey, Will, this is Jake from this is the XFL show. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. We hear you're a big advocate for bringing the XFL to uh, St. Louis. Is that correct? That is correct. Give give us your elevator pitch. Why should the XFL be in St. Louis? Well, ever since uh, Vincent Man. Uh, announced that he was bringing the XFL back. And, of course, as everyone knows, 
it's been about two years since the Rams left St. Louis, and in my opinion, not really the best of terms. And of course, ever since then, St. Louis has been getting a bad rap that we're not, we're just a baseball town and don't support any other sports. And honestly, when everyone says we're just a baseball town, it's become more of an insult than anything. But uh, when, like, I'm also speaking as a former uh, season tick holder of the Rams as well, and we do support football, just not bad football, but. When the Rams were here during the Super Bowl times, that dome, and that's one thing that I will say, we have a place to play. At Right now, it's no longer called the Edward Jones. It's the dome at America Center. Has about can have a capacity of 66,000 fans. Another thing is the location. Because depending on how, I'm guessing, with their divisions, it'll be from east to west, it'll be good locations for whatever side or region of the country, and along with cross-divisional play. And another thing people like, as I said before, some people say that because we lost two teams, why should we have another football team? And honestly, between if we get a team with the XFL, the reason I think it's different because we will, this time a team will actually be born here. The, we never had a team of our own that was created here. And honestly, after the whole Rams situation, we're actually sick and tired of getting other people's stuff. And as you want a team, uh, I'm speaking mostly here, to actually be part of the citizens of St. Louis and actually have the spirit of St. Louis, that's the best way I could say it like that. Well, Will, I think that's a great argument, man. We appreciate all the uh, – interest and love you show us on Facebook, man. And St. Louis, that is a great argument, I think. You you guys have never had your own team born in the city, and if that happens and if it's the XFL and it's all organic like that, I know if there are other fans like you, uh, the city of St. Louis will support an XFL team, man. So we're rooting for you, and we really appreciate you coming on today. Not a problem, guys. And just saying, because like I said, we're – like, we'll support any type of league because, honestly, like I said before, after what the NFL did to the city, it's like – and that's another thing, too, because if you guys don't know, there's actually still a lawsuit against both the NFL and with the city of St. Louis, if you guys don't know that. Well, good, good luck in, in your lawsuit against the Shield. Many have gone up against them. Many have failed. But the spirit of St. Louis lives, Will. We appreciate the call, man. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. Will, really passionate, maybe the most passionate XFL fan I, I know, guys, just because of uh, how much Facebook action he gives us. He's always sending us articles and uh, things about St. Louis and how badly the town wants a team. And I think uh, at least all night long, everything we've heard so far, he's definitely one of the most desperate for a football team because they did uh, have an ugly breakup with the Rams. Yeah, I like his take of, you know, I don't know if you call him the, you know, St. Louis, you know, since day oneers or, or founders, but the, the whole angle of you know having a homegrown team would be really good. Okay, Will has all the information about St. Louis, and I, I am I I have to say I don't really have a horse in this race, but the fact that Will says we when he talks about St. Louis as a city, <laughs> I, I I could appreciate that. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to feel for the guy. He, he obviously devastated uh, from losing the Rams. Uh, he even called himself a free agent at this <laughs> point. He, he's just looking to, you know, to get back up on that horse. Yeah, I wish I would have thought about this whenever we had him on the uh, on the horn. You know, I I wonder if if the city would support an XFL team, you know, to support an XFL team or in spite of the Rams. Um, I, what, what's the main predator of a Ram? Does, is there anything that preys on a Ram? Cause well, maybe they, you're in, you're in the mountainous regions. Wolves, probably. Yeah. Maybe they can name I their gotta, team, the wolves, something that kills a, a Ram just so that they could, you, know, you get a, you get a pack of that jabs. The Roger Goodell small, but St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Goodells. I love it. All right. Well, our final call, we're going to call out to and have a conversation here. Uh, for the cover two is going to be, I believe this is James. We're going to get get on the horn uh, from Houston, Texas. Houston is, I mean, we're so rich in sports history, one of the biggest markets. Hard hard to think if a city if a city in Texas gets a team, it, it the money's got to be on Houston, right, Vince? Yeah, a lot of oil there. <laughs> yes, I don't know if they could get the name Oilers though. I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. But yeah, let's see what James thinks about Houston, Texas. Hello. Are you still doing the city thing where you announce your case on a city? Yeah, man. What's your name and what city are you representing? Well, sir, my name is James Farmer, and I'm representing the city of Houston, Texas. And, James, why should Houston have an XFL team? Well, due to a lot of history with the Oilers back in the 70s when they actually had massive hits, and also a good defense when they left Houston and... 1996, I believe, no, 97. Well, it was pretty devastating when the Texans returned. Some fans were pretty decisive and decided to stick with the Oilers. But if you bring the XFL to Houston, they might have a winning tradition again back in the 70s. And also, big hits because, you know, Watt's a great player and all, but in this era, he will get a lot of rubbing the passer penalties. Yeah, that's that's a hot topic uh, nowadays for sure. Uh, where do you think that this uh, Houston team is going to play at? What stadium? Well, big contender would BVA Compass Stadium because, well, NRG Stadium would be a little too huge. But they can start off small, like BVA Compass Stadium, watch how like the Los Angeles Chargers are doing in their stadium until the new one gets built in a few years. And what would the team name of this XFL city be? Hmm? What would the team name be? I don't know exactly, but maybe the Gunslingers. I like it. Houston I like it, James. That makes a lot of sense, man. Well, we we appreciate you stating the case for Houston, Texas. It's a great city. I've been there many times. And uh, good luck to you and your city becoming an XFL town in 2020, man. We appreciate you calling in. Remember, the league is listening to you and fans like you. So tell your friends and keep it locked to the show, man. Thank you, sir. I mean, he said a lot of the things, the guys that we mentioned when we talked about Houston back in our XFL City Madness. Tons of places to play. Lots of history. Lots of support. I like it. Yeah, a lot, very passionate, that fella. Maybe they could be the oil makers. Oh, 
You have to say it a little differently, though, if you're going to say <laughs> oil makers. you got to put a little <laughs> oil into it there, Jake. Or the All oil right, well, makers. Yes, makers. Well, those are uh, some of the more passionate fans who gave us th- – thanks to all of those people, Christian, Rick, Will, James, a few other people we weren't able to get to that gave us their numbers to reach out to them to have them have a conversation on the air with. Uh, we'll be doing more of that on other topics in the future. Uh, but that was our cover two. Uh, I know, Jake, you asked would the cover two be involving the new AAF team names that were revealed this week, the four new names – um, we'll do that next week because we got w- way too much love on the voicemail and not enough time to get to that whole conversation. But I know you saw the names, Jake. Uh, they are, um, let's just say none of them are as good as Memphis Express. Uh, no, I, I, I think we need that. You know, we need that <laughs> last week. But there, there are some good ones. And, man, there's, you know, one just like the legends. They got a lot to live up to. But uh, we're, we're going to talk about that next week. Yeah, that'll be next week, everybody. The American Alliance of American Football team names are are set in stone now. But uh, we we got to get to the voicemails. These are amazing. Uh, the phone phone lines are blowing up. The XFL fan line is now open for business. You could call it any time you want and leave us a message. Seven two four five six five four nine four nine three five. That'd be four XFL uh, for uh, you know that that makes it sound cooler, Vince. That's why we got that number at the end. 4XFL, but it's 4935. Give us a ring and uh, leave us a voicemail like so many people did this week. Uh, I can't wait to hear these. I've been waiting all week to play them for you guys. I've actually heard all of them. I had to test them, make sure they're safe for the podcast. But uh, I, I, I don't know what you're expecting here, Vince, but I'm telling you, it's going to be good. Uh, I, I'm expecting a lot. You know, I mean, this is, I've said this, this is an opportunity uh, to get your city an XFL team, so you got to bring it. Jake, you have any expectations here? Uh, I, I hope somebody's advocating for a small town. <laughs> a small town with a big high school stadium. Man, well, I think, Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> you might get that. 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line, and we had a bunch of people call us up and leave us messages this week and uh, explain to us why their city should be an XFL city. And for that, it is this week's Hot Read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber. Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, burger, tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck, fuck! Hey, Seattle! All right, guys, we have our voicemails here. Some people left their names. Other people didn't. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get everyone's name. So I'll just refer to them as their city name here. And maybe we can give them a give them a nickname after we hear what they say. But uh, for those of you who did call, thank you. And for those of you who do call the XFL fan line in the future, leave us your name so we can show you the love and give you proper cred. 724-565-4XFL. All right, we're our first one here, Jake, Vince, I'm going to actually have uh, our music turned all the way down so we don't interrupt any of these great uh, pleas for cities. First one, um, all I know is it's a proud fan in Washington, D.C. We'll call him proud in D.C. He's going to advocate for our nation's capital here. It is our very first voicemail this week on the XFL fan line. Hi, guys. Love the show. I'm very proud to be calling in and making the case for Washington, D.C., 
Uh, when WWE first announced the launch of the XFL back in February 2000, D.C. was actually on the list of the initial six cities the league, was, league, the league intended to occupy. That eventually fell through when a deal for RFK Stadium couldn't be struck, but it speaks to the city's core strengths of being a major league sports town in a big-time media market. In the time that's passed, its qualifications have only improved. The market has grown considerably. It's currently ranked seven in television market, six in population, and number five in GDP in the country. Enthusiasm for the Redskins has continued to erode as the name controversy, the poor game day, game day experience at FedEx Field, and the general mediocrity of the team persists. Most importantly, Audi Field was just opened in the heart of the city for the MLS team. At 20,000 seats, it's a perfect size for, for an XFL team. The challenges would be the weather. February in D.C. can be nasty. But the XFL would be getting a team in a major league market playing at a state-of-the-art stadium. D.C. would get an outdoor professional team that, number one, isn't owned by Dan Snyder, and number two, is playing in the district for the first time in 25 years. So for the league-end market, I think it would be a great fit. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Wow, oh, he's got that, me sold. I mean, that that was succinct to the point, had all of his facts. Proud in D.C., great pitch there, man. And also, bonus points for the uh, nice jab at Dan Snyder. Very good. What, what was this caller's name? Did we catch that? Proud, we're calling him Proud in D.C. Did not leave okay. a name. Proud in D.C., this guy did his homework. Uh, yeah. I'm very impressed, especially bringing out the gross domestic product of the area. That's That's very important. <laughs> You know, he gave us places where they could play, uh, you know, yeah. seating, uh, you know, sh short of the seating charts. I, I feel like he covered it all right there. Yeah. And, and, and Vince, the Redskins, they're not even selling out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right you know, that's a that's a big barn they got uh, out in the middle of nowhere. And now, he, you know, he's 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 pumping the state of the art downtown small seated arena uh, that would be great for an XFL team. I like it. Very well done there, and that's the kind of a call we're looking for. Proud in D.C., starting us off right. Let's go to David, who's uh, going to advocate for Syracuse, guys. Uh, David, very active on Twitter, hitting us up at XFL Show all the time on Twitter. He is going to be an advocate for uh, Western New York here. Hey, this is David. I run the L.A. Extreme Twitter account at Extreme XFL. And why should the XFL come to my city? Well, I live in Rochester, New York, so I seriously doubt that they will. But I actually am campaigning for the XFL to come to Syracuse in 2020. So why should they? Well, we have a great fan base here in in uh, New York, Western New York, and we have a great stadium, the Carrier Dome. Not sure if they're going to be doing any sort of renovation to that, but I think that it is a great place for football, and I would most definitely buy a ticket to go to a Syracuse XFL game. I'm very excited for 2020. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, David. Let's go. I like that he's he his XFL account is all about the LA Extreme, but uh, he he does want one in his own backyard. Um, great great job there by David. Syracuse, New York. We've talked about that city as well in the past. Carrier Dome is really the only place you could do it, but it it seems it like it makes makes enough sense. I just. Man, it's cold there in February. Whew. Well, well, they'd be inside. Uh, That's true. Although I don't believe that arena has heat. But <laughs> that, no, I'm serious. I don't think it has heat. But that's well, they, they said they're in the they're you know in the process of renovating or <laughs> looking looking to do that. Uh, you know, I don't know how many burn barrels you can fit inside that place. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the uh, 
Um, you know, I don't know what the passion is for football out there. Uh, you know, uh, in Western New York, it seems more about, you know, throwing, uh, somebody through a table than, than football, but, uh, maybe they'll get behind it. I don't know. Let's go. Let's go, David. That was very, very good, uh, pitch there for Syracuse. Now let's go to a, I believe we're going to get a pitch here for Columbus, Ohio. Um, just one of the most underrated sports markets, I think, in the country. When you talk about accessibility, uh, how fun that town can be. Um, but it's a little crazy. I don't know. It might be too much to have an XFL team in Columbus. <laughs> I think we, we, we talked extensively about Columbus before. I was yeah. on the fence, but I definitely wouldn't mind a team being there. Let's hear a pitch for Columbus, Ohio. My name is Dan Loper, and here are the reasons that Columbus, Ohio is the perfect town for an XFL team. Reason number one, Mark Wahlberg owns a Chevy dealership in town. Yes, the Mark Wahlberg. If Columbus is good enough for Dirk Diggler, it's good enough for the XFL. Reason number two, a $2 billion megapark called Planet Oasis is set to be built just 20 miles north of the city. The park will be larger than Disney World and could put Columbus on the map as a tourist destination. The reason they picked Columbus is because it's within a six-hour drive of over 100 million people. Reason number three, Columbus has a passionate fan base that loves its sports teams. Now, Ohio State is the obvious choice here for the most popular sports team in the area, but we also have the Blue Jackets and the Columbus Crew. Columbus also at one time had an arena football team, and attendance was top three in the league every year while it was here. The only reason it doesn't exist anymore is because the league currently has four teams. Reason number four. Columbus has a Major League Soccer stadium that would do well for holding an XFL team, and there have been some rumblings of them building a new stadium in the Arena District if the right investors were to step up. Reason number five, and most importantly, I uh, I sort of told a lot of people that I was bringing an XFL team to Columbus, and if it doesn't happen now, I'm going to look like a big idiot. I mean, I've already crowdsourced the team name, I've crowdsourced the team logo, I've hired a GM, I've began to piece together a coaching staff, and I'm also running a kick-ass social media campaign. So all I need now is for, you know, Mr. McMahon and Mr. Luck to dot a few I's and cross a few T's, okay? So uh, come on, Columbus, let's do this. Dan, he, he promised people in Columbus he'd bring them a team. He's, he's walking <laughs> Walking into businesses. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I forgot. Dan also left another message here, guys. Sorry. Hey, uh, Dan Loper again here uh, from Columbus, Ohio. I forgot to mention that the uh, that the team that I created is called the Columbus Craig, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Columbus Craig 2020 and on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Columbus Craig XFL. Uh, Dan had no. to get it that then well, I don't know what the Columbus Craig would be a, a Craig, paying homage to K R E G G is a, a Craig some type of rock formation or something Vince do you remember like an a, like an aggro Craig uh, no, I, I don't know uh, get like get him Craig all I know is that Dan Dan had some great I like when whenever you bullet point it Dan that was a good job five points there you had Mark Wahlberg a uh, big amusement park coming yeah, there yeah what's up with that. What's bigger up with than what? Disney World? My goodness. Vince, do you think that in the future, you know, after a team wins the Super Bowl, they're going to say, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? I'm going, going say, to Columbus. I'm going to Columbus. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> For Water World. It could be a new, a new uh, tourist destination, Columbus, Ohio. Um, 
uh, yeah, promising people you're going to get the XFL before you even spoke with the Mr. McMahon or Oliver Luck, Dan. Not not the best business practice, but I think Columbus has a good shot. Yeah, they were on our uh, at the one of the tops of our list uh, whenever we were going through all, all the possible candidates. Uh, he he laid out a good plan for it. We'll we'll see if it happens. The, I mean, the only thing I worry about though, Vince, is that I mean. There is a stigma with Columbus that, you know, a lot of people just view it as West Steubenville. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, I suppose. Uh, but, you know, once you get, you know, kind of, you know, to Western Pennsylvania and beyond, there's a lot of that stuff you got to shake. I, I just want to say, you know, for, for all this is Dan, correct? Yes. Yeah. For all of Dan's friends out there, he is trying his damnedest. Okay. <laughs> so for whatever reason, if this town, if this team does not land in Columbus, please still be his friend. <laughs> yeah. Don't, and, don't give up on him. <laughs> and he's he's definitely going to honor all those IOUs. I promise. <laughs> so <laughs> you want to talk tourist destinations, though? Our next message we got. Oh man, I we'd have a lot of fun if we went to some games here. We have a fan advocating for not just New Jersey. But the Jersey Shore, I mean, somebody call up Snooky and tell her we're going to need a mascot. The Jersey Shore for the XFL? Let's hear for, from one of Jersey's finest. I'm just stating my case for a XFL team within my area. I feel that the uh, New Jersey should definitely have a team because, you know, we live under the Giants and Jets, but, you know, New York, so we want to have a true New Jersey franchise. Everybody has the Devils, and a lot of people love the Devils. Well, you know, our Devils nuts and stuff, even though I'm a Rangers fan. However, I feel that we should have an XFL team within the Jersey Shore area because there's a lot of youth teams you could utilize to go to the games. A lot of tickets will be sold. It's a good um, business area. Um, there's a lot of new and upcoming businesses starting within the Jersey Shore. There'll be a lot of sponsorships available for the XFL. And we do have a pretty nice stadium in Lakewood, New Jersey, um, for, they are the, uh, stadium for the, uh, affiliate of the Philadelphia, uh, Phillies and the MLB, or oh, they could definitely use that stadium, it seats about 13,000, and maybe even more, I'm, I don't have the real numbers, but I'm gonna say probably seats at least 15,000, um, a lot of games, still one of the biggest, Ticket sellers in all of uh, minor league, which is insane. It's that they have unreal numbers. They have a loyal fan base, and I feel a lot of people would come to the games. And it's just a great idea from a business standpoint for the XFL. So that's why I think the XFL should be within my local area, um, in New Jersey, and possibly even the Jersey Shore, you know, because like I stated earlier. So. Thank you for um, this opportunity. I hope it gets on the show, and yeah. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Jersey Shore. Yeah. A lot, lot of support there from Chris calling from the Jersey Shore. Now, is the Jersey Shore a uh, you know a vacation destination? Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, would it be a vacation destination when the season is taking place? Still going to be a bit cold <laughs> up there. Yeah, in February. <laughs> Um, I don't know if there's too much ski ball being played in February there. Well, no, you'd be surprised actually. Uh, you know, the arcades well, on the boardwalk are open. You gotta also understand that New Jersey 
Legalize sports gambling. It's one of the best states in America yeah, for that. That's right. So that is a big deal. And I I would I would argue that every every city in XFL twenty twenty should be a legalized gambling city if possible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could see it now. The Seaside Heights Bronzers. Yeah. You even I'm got not, the name. I like it. I'm not, Bronzers. I'm not, rolling, <laughs> I'm not rolling anything out. What about right. the GTLs? That's another good name. Jim Tam Laundry, bro. All right, we have another call here. And this one was advocating real real short, sweet, and succinct for the great city of Portland, Oregon. Hey, this is Andy from Portland. I am here to represent the Rose City to get professional football in Portland, Oregon. This is probably the most important city for the XFL to get a team in if it really wants to stand up for America. Thank you. God bless you. Have a nice day. The most important city, Vince, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah when I think, you know, United States of America, I, I think Portland. And, you know, that, that's, you know, this guy, he, he, Andy, he's bringing it. He wants a team in Portland. He feels like that's the team to represent America. That may be America's team. Now, did we put a team in Portland whenever we picked our initial eight? I feel like we did. Uh, I remember Alan, I think, advocating for it. I did. I definitely did. Um, They they sound like an all-American city from what this gentleman is saying. Uh, You know, wholesome values. I like that much. Jake, I would say you're saying that, and I can tell you've never been to Portland. I think if you you would think that you were probably in another country. Um, and maybe this caller moved there recently, but he sounds like a hell of a guy. Okay. <laughs> so if if you're not in Portland, you're not doing it right for America, according to Andy. I like that playing to our our patriotism there, Andy. That's a good a good pitch. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think Oklahoma might have you beat. Got a good uh, got a a good old Oki calling in, and he's got a he's got a real good pitch here, guys. That I, I I'm real fond of, and you know me, I'm all about. I'm all about Oklahoma. All right, hear me out. I don't know if it's ever been done, but a statewide franchise in Oklahoma, right? We've got a 90,000-seat stadium in Norman, which is basically right in Oklahoma City. Uh, Tulsa seats 30,000, and in Stillwater seats 60,000. So you think about every Saturday you have approximately, during college football season, 150,000 college football fans in the seat uh, in Oklahoma. However, we did it in a time off football season, right, outside of the normal football season. I think you could pull from uh, Oklahoma City when you're in, uh, when you're in Norman, uh, Stillwater. You could engage a rural community as well as you're halfway between Tulsa and Stillwater. Everyone can make the trip. It's not far, or Tulsa and Oklahoma City, it's not far uh, to travel to there. And also Tulsa uh, for maybe a, a really serious uh I don't know, a really uh, cool setting because it's such a small stadium, but it could be really cool and spread it out across the state. You could somehow come, uh, somehow partner with the colleges, maybe um, some kind of ticket deals for the college students. It could be a really cool atmosphere. Uh, it could be really cool uh, for a statewide deal. Man, I would love to see something like that happen uh, as a lifelong Oklahoman. So thank you. A statewide Oklahoma team. I like it. And I would. I think I would go one further there. 
and and, and have them play in multiple si- stadiums within the within the state. Yeah. Love that idea. Yeah, a good call from a good old Oki there. Uh, I I like it. Um, I I'd be down for it. Uh, they're crazy about their football there, and I, I think they would embrace him. He's got me sold. Yeah, I like the idea of you know every home game being in a different stadium in the state. And, and you know, in our original XFL City Madness, we did, we had OKC as one of our eight guys. We had Oklahoma City as one of our original. You don't remember? I do remember. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma City, uh, a top market, and uh, yeah, it, it could happen. I and. And, you know, with calls like that, I think it's going to drum up a lot of interest. Absolutely. Great idea. Statewide teams. That's it. And it's at a state like Oklahoma, that makes a lot of sense. Really, really good call there. Let's uh, now take it to another city that we had in our original uh, eight here uh, in the actual 2001 original eight. And we also advocated for this being uh, one of the new XFL cities, although it will be an Orlando AAF team. We've got someone calling in to advocate for Orlando, Florida. Um, hi. I follow you guys on Instagram. My name is at RebelGator715. I'm a huge fan of the upcoming XFL. Well, I can't wait for it to come back. I love the original. Um, I would love to see the city of Orlando, Florida get an XFL team because that's my hometown, and I don't currently live there right now. But I hope to make many trips back to Orlando to see a team there. I'm also fine with any other city in Florida as long as State Florida gets a gets a team. I'll I will travel to see a game. Just want to say you guys did a good job, and I look forward to seeing a, a team and seeing the game that come forward. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. We appreciate you, Rebel Gator, and we're all about an Orlando XFL team. Orlando yeah. Rage 2.0. But he's saying even if it's not in Orlando, he'll yeah. take it anywhere in the in the he state. Does, he doesn't Tallahassee, Jacksonville. Uh, I was going to say, he doesn't care if it's in the Panhandle or South Beach. He, he's going to see it. <laughs> well, I, I I definitely think Orlando makes a lot of sense still, even with the AAF there. And uh, so far, guys, we've heard from three of our, our – when back in, you know, I believe it was in March when we had our XFL City Madness. We said Oklahoma City. We said Orlando. We said Columbus. Uh, we've yet to hear from Chicago. But um, – People are, you know, from those cities are calling up and they want the XFL. Uh, but there are some people who want the XFL to succeed, but they don't necessarily want the XFL in their hometown or their state even. Here comes maybe our most interesting message we got on the XFL fan line. Fans, remember, you could call us at 724-565-4XFL anytime and you could give us any kind of message you want. This guy, we asked people to call in and plead their case for their state. He had other plans. Hi, my name is Ian Vance from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I'm calling for the complete opposite. I hope you guys don't put a team in Indiana at all because we have nothing but fair weather fans. The Indianapolis Colts never sold out their stadium at all until Manning came along. Manning left. We had a little bit of, you know, Andrew Luck being in there. The stadium was okay. You know, now we have fair weather fans. Nobody wears Indianapolis Colts gear around here any any anymore. Uh, too many fair weather fans. Please don't 
ruined the league by putting a team in an undeserving state such as Indiana. Looking forward to the XFL. Oh, man. Don't come to Indiana. <laughs> well, he, well, he's got a good point. You know, if you're not walking around town, you know, wearing your jersey to church, then, you know, you probably don't deserve to have a team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. The The league needs to think about this. You know, they're coming out. They're bringing this thing back. They're going to have eight teams. You don't want to have any stinkers there because that's going to reflect – on the season and on the league's, you know, viability going forward. Yeah, and you look at, you know, you look at a team like Notre Dame in Indiana, probably the biggest front-running team in the history of teams in any <laughs> sport. And, uh, oh, you know. I don't know if they're as bad as the Yankees, but they're up there. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, people that, you know, all you got to be is claim that you're like a quarter Irish or – uh, you, you know, go to church uh, a couple times a year, and all of a sudden you're a Notre Dame fan. I mean, my goodness. And, you know, that's what kind of people live in that state, apparently, according to this guy, and he doesn't want any part of it. He's such a big <laughs> XFL fan, he's willing to sacrifice <laughs> having a team. What dedication. I love Ian. Ian might be my – honestly, I love all the calls, but that might be my favorite. Um <laughs> Ian says, don't come to Indiana. Uh, Jake, you think you think Indiana might have a good shot, though? Because, I mean, Oliver Luck's boy does play pro NFL football there, and Oliver Luck just moved from Indianapolis to go work for the XFL in Connecticut. Uh, I don't think it's high on their list. You know, we I, I don't even know if it came up whenever we were doing our age. Fort Wayne. <laughs> well, if maybe if, if we're going to be anywhere, maybe somewhere like French Lick. Maybe they might support a team. I don't know. Uh, but we that what a call by Ian. That was straight fire. Let's go to Jacksonville. We have someone in Jacksonville who is uh, not really he, – he, 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 hey, hanging out in the pool during Jaguar season is fun, but they want more football there in, in, in Duval. So here's a Jacksonville call. Hi, this is Robert uh, from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. I'd love to see them – get a uh, team in Jacksonville, uh, resurrect the Jacksonville Bulls, uh, the team we had when we were in the USFL. And I'd love to see them bring back the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Bandits. Uh, and uh, that's all I like to suggest. Uh, bye. Robert just kind of wants all the USFL teams to come back. <laughs> this individual, he wants two teams in the state of Florida. We had, we had a couple callers ago that just wanted any team in Florida. Uh, Vince, I got to ask you. I mean, the Jaguars they were they were not in good shape for a number of years there. They put a ton of money into that state. Yeah, they and got they're that. finally having some success right now. I don't know if you want to tamper with that. Yeah, they got that rich, crazy owner uh, that refuses to give up his team you know uh you know for most years uh in recent history outside of the cocktail party that stadium was was mostly empty uh it didn't matter if it was the gator bowl or uh or a jaguars game and you know i'm guessing that the attendance is a little bit better now uh but um you know maybe they would you know maybe on a smaller scale uh those people in duval would uh, support an XFL club. I, 
I don't I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't be high on my list. Yeah, I, Florida really the only town I'm looking at is Orlando. Sorry there, Robert. Um, it's just I I don't know. It's, I don't think it's a fair weather thing. I just. I think it maybe it's a traffic thing, it's a driving thing. I, I don't know, but there there doesn't seem to be support even for the NFL teams for most seasons. Like most seasons, I don't feel the Bucks are getting the love from people in Tampa. Most seasons, the Jags aren't being supported. Most seasons, well, that's all seasons. Nobody gives a damn about the Dolphins in the three hundred five. But uh, good luck. Hey, there is a stadium there. It's a nice stadium. Uh, let's go. Uh, this is great. It's always awesome when we get to hear from someone who served. Of course, we uh, definitely respect and, and and support and love those who who served. And we got Sergeant Coke calling in to advocate for Northern Virginia, guys. Um, let's bear with his phone a little bit here, a little choppy, but he gets his point in here. Hey, good afternoon. My name is Sergeant First Class Coach. I'm actually a recruiter in Sterling, Virginia, in the Northern Virginia area. Um, and I had wrote to you about moving an XFL team to Northern Virginia area. Um, there's a lot of really good reasons. Um, Northern Virginia is an area that has few college teams and not an NFL team to cheer for, aside from the Redskins. Um, that's really D.C. It does have two uh, Virginia-based arena teams, and the Rush- Rough- Richmond Rough Riders being a championship caliber for the arena. There's tons of money in the northern part of the state, lots of room for growth and lots of money. Uh, Loudoun County specifically has some of the best high school programs, uh, the Stonebridge High School in particular. Zip codes in Loudoun County are going to grow by 50% in the next four to five years. It's one of the richest counties in the country. I think it would be fantastic for a football team to come here and call it Northern Virginia home. Thanks for your time. Um, I, I appreciate the opportunity to give you all a call, and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Thank you for your service. Sergeant Coach, uh, Northern Virginia, a lot of money there, Vince. Yeah, yeah, a lot of big time bucks and people that would you know be willing to spend uh, money to go see an XFL team. That's something I don't feel like we touched upon enough. Uh, economics of regions and you know disposable income. I feel like that's something uh, you know certainly Mr. McMahon is looking at. Yeah, you need you need to go where the money is as well if you're the XFL in 2020. Northern Virginia makes sense in that regard. Uh, let's go back now. We've got our, our final two here are for cities we've already actually heard about, but uh, more people clamoring for XFL football in Orlando. Hey, you should come to Orlando because, well, first of all, Florida has great football, always has. Orlando has no NFL team, and we have a stadium just ready to go. We've hosted the Pro Bowl the last two years, had huge crowds, and we're ready for some football, and it's overdue to be here. So come to Orlando, Florida. They got their taste of the rage, trip, Jake, and uh, they're still they're still raging there in Orlando. Are you ready for some football? Because we know Orlando is. I mean, the more and more I think about it, even if the AAF is there, do you think that hinders the XFL? Because I don't, Vince. Well, you know what I was thinking? What, yeah. what is like the opposite? Because we know the AAF, and again, they may not even be around at that time, but they're going to be the Orlando Apollos. In Greek mythology, what was Apollo's enemy? Because I think that's what they should name this XFL. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a really good idea. Uh, I'm not up on my mythology, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was you know it's a solid pitch there. You know they're crazy about their football, 
and uh, they they may get it. They they very well may. Uh, I don't know who, who Apollo's rival is, but if they've got Steve Spurrier coaching there in Orlando, maybe Phil Fulmer will coach the XFL Orlando team. Vince, <laughs> Phil Fulmer or uh, um, Bobby Bowden, <laughs> Bobby Bowden, or who's that bald guy from Georgia? If he's still alive, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know if '90s SEC coaches are are, are, are ready to co- keep coaching anymore, but um, uh, we'll see. We got one last one here, guys, and this is another advocate who saw us on Facebook. Thanks for the shout out at XFL Show on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at XFL Show. Uh, another advocate for our nation's capital, Washington D.C., bringing up the rear here. Uh, with our voicemails on the XFL fan line. Yeah, I'm responding to your Facebook post, which says, should your city be an XFL city in 2020? And I would say that Washington, D.C. should definitely be um, an XFL city because, number one, it's a top 10 media market. Number two, there isn't actually an NFL team in the District of Columbia. The Redskins have been in Maryland since the late 1990s. Uh, they're not actually in the city. Um, and there is a stadium, although it's run down and outdated, it could be renovated. And there's a stadium that the Redskins played in from the 1960s to the 1990s that has a lot of history that has no tenant right now. It's vacant. And the city has no plans to tear it down. So it would be much more expensive to tear it down than um, to just leave it up. So... Uh, there's a stadium right there waiting for an, an XFL team. There's no team, no NFL team actually in the District of Columbia. And um, it would allow for tailgating and everything anyone would want to do for a football game. So I wanted to throw that out there. All right, bye. Now, Vince, I don't know the going rate of dynamite right now, but this caller is saying the town can save money and also generate more money by having a team. <laughs> I, I I suppose they can. Uh, you know, that's that's two people really advocating for D.C. And, and from what I heard today, I'm all about it. I, I thought they were both very well put. Uh, actually, the two D.C. arguments made a whole lot of sense as we wind. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Guys, I totally, I total, what a goof. I for, There's this other, I have another message. I forgot to throw it here in, uh, right here in our playlist. We did get one last um, message here uh, advocating for a team out on the West Coast. Hey, guys. Bryant here, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I just want to pitch Awesome Town, California. Uh, great, great burger joints to hang out after the games. We have College of the Canyon Stadium here. Holds uh, an obscene amount of people uh, right in the heart of California. I mean, this is a place to be if you want to have uh, true fans of the XFL. I mean, I can't, I can't push this town. I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome town, USA, guys. Come on. Love the show. Keep, keep, keep up the good work, especially that Brian guy. Great, great, great guy. That guy sounds like a buffoon. <laughs> I, I don't, he had me sold with the burger joints. <laughs> you need somewhere good to eat after the game. That's what it's all about, a destination, an experience. That's what the XFL is all about, entertaining people. Yeah, um, uh, and if you're a long-time listener, long time, we've been around since January, but if you've been listening uh, often, you know that was uh, Bryant, who's a part of our show, did not make it in this week because 
he's out uh, lay, laying down futures bets in Vegas on XFL cities, Fitz. I want- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I got, I got- <laughs> Can you just bet against Indiana? <laughs> I got the field against Indiana. <laughs> oh man! Well, once again, I can't thank all everyone who called in enough, uh, and, and keep calling in seven two four five six five four XFL. I would say I think that's the first, the world's first XFL fan line, Jake, and we got it. It's open always, twenty four seven. Yeah, we are. We just again, we want to thank everybody for calling in and uh, you know informing us to hopefully inform the league. Yeah, I'm sure Mr. Luck is uh, listening to each and every one of these uh, since he's been a guest on our show, and and he's going to take some of this into consideration. Let's hope, except for Indiana. Do not consider well, Indiana. Well, I, I, th- yeah, I, th- I think he, you know, if he had him on his list, you know, they're crossed out now. <laughs> Good luck to all of you who are hoping the XFL comes to your town. Uh, thank you again for calling in. Thanks for listening. Remember, the website is this is the XFL show. Dot com. You can find us at XFL Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we're always interacting with you there as well, uh, even when we're not putting the show on. It is uh, uh, Some of you even said we're, we're helping make the, the wait for 2020 move along a little quicker and be a little uh, less painful, and uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to guide you on the road to 2020, and we're going to keep it rocking in 2020 when we start breaking down games when football comes around, but until then... It's a lot of fun, a lot of speculation, and a lot of speaking up so the league will uh, pay attention to us, right, Vince? Because as we always say to close off the show, they're listening. See you next week, everybody.